Welcome to another session of Rising Stars of Turf, presented by Earthworks and Dryject. I'm Peter McCormick. Today we're recognizing Jordan Bowling, first assistant superintendent at Biltmore Forest Country Club in Asheville, North Carolina. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. So uh, my obligatory peek at uh, LinkedIn shows me that you've been at Biltmore Forest for about four years. Yes, with sir. prior stints at Wade Hampton, Carolina Country Club, and the Country Club of Virginia. You got it. And you're a Michigan native, but it wasn't until you visited mm -hmm. Carolinas that you got the golf turf bug. Give us a little, uh, give us the backstory on that. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, Michigan native, uh, graduated high school in 2008. I uh, was there for about two more years until I decided to make the move to North Carolina. Uh, my sister had made the move to Raleigh with her then boyfriend, now husband, Chad Kuzawa, who is a regional agronomist for Earthworks in Michigan. So he's kind of my foot in the door. Uh, when I first moved there, had never really played golf, maybe once or twice a year start hanging out with Chad a little bit, uh, which meant playing golf. Uh, took me a while to learn, but I fell in love with the game very quickly. Uh, on top of that, because of him already being in the industry, going to school, he was at the time working at TPC Wakefield Plantation. Uh, he was able to get me in some high-end clubs that I wouldn't otherwise be able to play. Uh, so I got a peek at uh, what truly good conditioning is compared to the courses I had played previously. So like I said, I got there in 2010. Uh, from 2010 to 2012, things were moving pretty quickly. I met my now wife, Shelby, and we had our first child, my son, Jackson. Um, so 2012 comes around. Time to think about a career. My son was six months old at the time. So uh, everything I'd done before that as far as work wasn't really sparking my interest as far as pursuing it as a career. Uh, Chad kind of did me the favor of getting my ear and telling me he thought maybe it'd be something worthwhile to look into turf grass maintenance. So uh, at the time he had already finished his degree at NC State. He did an internship at Atlanta Athletic Club in 2011, uh, helped prepare for the 2011 PGA Championship. Uh, he was kind enough to give me tickets for that as well. So I got to see that, which was awesome. Um, so like I said, 2012, son was six months old trying to think about a career. He was at Bluff, or in Bluffton, South Carolina at Colleton River Plantation, uh, working at the Jack Nicholas course. Mm -hmm. Kind of to get things rolling, he gave me a call and was like, hey, how about you, Shelby and Jackson, come visit, family vacation time, uh, visit your sister and myself. And while you're here, you get to wake up early with me if you want to and go to work. So uh, he didn't put me to work. He could have if he wanted to, but he let me shadow him and ride around the course for the week. Uh, see what it felt like getting up at 4.30 or 5 in the morning, seeing if I liked that. Um, he'd drive me through the course at 5 in the morning, dark with the spotlight, showed me what he's seeing, showed me the, the course before it was prepared. He'd do a loop, whatever it was, 9.30, 10 o'clock, show me how the guys prepared it, what it looks like now, showed me all the moving parts. Uh, it just seemed like a whirlwind, a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, but organized, organized. Uh, it just, it drew me in right away. I was pretty much convinced after that trip. So I uh, got back home and enrolled in school. 
So he gave you the acid, uh, the acid test or the acid treatment there on that first. He showed you the underbelly of what he does. Yeah. Next, right. Starting it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Didn't scare yep. you off. No, I've, not, I've never been afraid to work. And, uh, you know, I've, I've really grown to love waking up early and being I just feel more productive being up when other people aren't. Uh, it's a good feeling. Yeah, I do that too. I still get up at four fifteen in the morning. I don't know why. I've never worked on a golf course, but uh, I guess yeah. as, you old, as you get old, you don't need uh, you don't need as much sleep. But I agree that um, yeah, I, those early morning hours when there's nobody else up or around, it's um, certainly my time to get the most done. Yeah, same here. Yep. Give us a little rundown of the guys you've worked for. Uh, I would assume that you would consider most of them to be mentors in addition to uh, Chad. I've been lucky enough to, um, whether it's good luck or maybe me kind of doing my own due, due diligence and doing research about where I'm going, but everywhere I've worked has been great. Um, the that's, first course. That's good. That's good fortune, not good luck. You know, yeah. the good luck yeah. is getting the lottery. Yes. Or not getting on the airplane that subsequently crashes. Yes, okay, you're good, right. Good fortune is the result of concentrated effort. Yes, I fully agree. You're absolutely right. Yes, sir. Um, so I will say there is one instance where I was a little bit lucky. So when I uh, first started school, I went to Wayne Community College in Goldsboro. So when I first moved to North Carolina, I settled on Wilson, North Carolina. Uh, 45 minutes east of Raleigh. So uh, between me having a newborn six-month-old son, uh, needing to pay the bills, I couldn't make the commute to NC State, so I decided to do Wayne Community College. The last six months of that, uh, to get my feet wet, I got a job at Wedgwood, which is a municipal golf course in Wilson, North Carolina. Uh, that was just to get experience. But I was lucky enough to find a mentorship in the superintendent there, Daniel Lancaster. Uh, he saw me get in there early, uh, doing everything, staying late. Within a month, I was a key holder, opening up the shop, opening up the golf shop, frost watches. Uh, so a lot of that, like you said, was putting in the effort, but I did get lucky to, to find him. From there on, he kind of mentored me into finding the right internship, the right person to work for. And from there, uh, yeah, I think I created my own good fortune. So having been in turf grass management for, what, a dozen or so years now, what do you, what's the biggest innovation that you've seen during your time? In my time, I would say um, my time at Wade Hampton, they were the GPS sprayers are getting really big. Um, so we, we got two of those GPS sprayers, got familiar with that. Overall, there's just a lot of tech, whether it's um, moisture meters you put in the ground, the turf guard soil sensors from Toro or Speo is one now, I think. Uh, there's about as much technology as you want if you want it. I was sure you were going to mention the moisture meter. I'm so new to it, I guess. That's always been a staple as far as once you get to the high-end clubs, moisture management and yeah. trying to provide firm, fast greens. Uh, but even then, you get some guys who you work for. Uh, when I did an internship at Country Club of Virginia under Troy Fink, they had the moisture meters to end the day on to get numbers to see where they're at. Uh, but a lot of times, even between then, he wants you to use a knife. Um, something right. I think he learned at the honors course. So working for David Stone, um, put the knife in the ground, see how long the water takes to get off the knife. Well, you know, they say that the uh, that 
find turf management is uh, is an art as well as a science. Yes, yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine up in uh, Gordon Wittavine up in the Toronto area, he's long deceased now, but he used to get down on his hands and knees and smell the grass. I've seen Troy Fink on his hands and knees with his face close to the grass. I'm not sure what he was doing. I never <laughs> bothered him, but I, I've seen that. I've witnessed it. There you go. So from, from what you've experienced so far, what do you think is the key to people management that, that you've either come across yourself or that you've learned from other guys? That comes pretty easy to me. Um, it's just treating people with respect, but then also being fair across the board. I think a big part of it is making sure you don't play favorites. If something is uh, an issue, address it. You don't need to raise your voice to fix the issue. I've been, I've seen people do that. Understanding that people might not know something and it's an, an honest mistake. What's your staffing situation like? We like to keep our crew about 24 people. Uh, six of those guys being seasonal Monday, Wednesday, Friday guys. Uh, right now we're, Probably, uh, I think we're at 14 guys right now. So we've got some staff to build up, but um, everybody who's left us <clears throat> has been under good circumstances. So it's part of this thing we have in place here at Biltmore where uh, Michael Hustis is the superintendent who I'm under. Uh, I'm first assistant. We've got a second assistant. You want people to move on. So we just actually had our second and our third assistant both leave within a month, which is great. It's what we want. It was maybe bad timing for two people to be gone at once, but ultimately good timing that we're in the off season. Uh, we're about 75% right now, uh, but we've got some time yet. Is your staff the same 24 people year round then? Yes, sir. Yep. Now do you close in the winter? We slow down dramatically. We do not close. So um, we see the same 20 guys, no matter what. As long as the greens aren't frozen, they're going to be out there. Uh, today, you're at elevation. About, you're at elevation in the mountains, right? Yes, sir. North yeah, Carolina. I think we're about 2,500 feet here. Um, so yeah, there's there's the typical guys. We're not changing whole locations every day or tending to the course a whole lot. Try to rake bunkers beginning of the week to set it up. Maybe spot rake um, if we need to, but we're mostly tackling winter projects, uh, some things like that. We can't otherwise do in season without disrupting play. You were involved with the uh, uh, Fazio renovation at Wade Hampton, correct? Yes, sir. That's correct. Yep. What was that experience for you? That was huge. Um, <clears throat> I felt like I was a little bit late to the party, you know, starting school at 22. Uh, and I knew I needed a renovation experience. Um, when I left Carolina Country Club, they were heading into a renovation, but they were planning to convert to Bermuda grass, champion Bermuda grass greens. Uh, I like bent grass. I feel like I can provide a great surface. And it uh, sounds crazy to some people who may not do it, but I don't mind pulling a hose in the summer. You're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, just like to be busy. But kind of going back to the Wade Hampton renovation, um, it kind of also goes back to, like you said, creating your own good fortune. When I was at Carolina Country Club, knew the renovation was coming, knew I needed that experience, but I didn't want it to be to switch me to Bermuda Greens. I just started reaching out to every top 100 superintendent I could find an email or phone number for. Uh, just sent out cold emails. Here's my name. Here's my resume. Love to be a part of the crew if you need me. Um, one of those was David McIntosh. He was the superintendent at Wade Hampton at the time. 
he got back with me. Uh, we started chatting back and forth, set up an interview. So I drove to Castures, where it's uh, located. Um, he told me at the time it was hushed, but he said, hey, we'd love to have you. Also, we're looking at a renovation coming up soon, 2017. It's not final yet, but uh, it's looking like it's going to be a go. So that was my ticket into just top 100, which will build the resume. And then, I mean, 11 months to do a whole course renovation. It was it was go time. It was big. Good for you. Yes, sir. I see on your... Uh... Uh, on your Twitter profile photo, this is how I do my research. Um, you've got a family. I sure do. Yep. Yeah. Yes, tell sir. me about them. Tell us about them. Yeah. So, uh, wife Shelby, uh, it's 10 years now. My son will be 12 in July. And I've got a six year old daughter, Sydney. Um, big part of my life. I mean, they're awesome. Family's everything. They're also yep. super supportive. Uh, this I spent a lot of time here, so I try to get them out to the course as much as I can, and uh, try to get them involved in the game as well. What do you do for fun with them? Uh, so, <clears throat> with Jackson, my oldest, he's been kind of a process. I'll do whatever he wants to do at the moment. For a while, it was skateboarding. He's, he's the boss. <clears throat> yeah. So I used to skateboard when I was younger, so I try to get him into that. Uh, I'll take him to the skate park. He's feeling up to it. Uh, it might be a skateboard or. As much as I hate to say, he might be wanting to ride a scooter that day, but that's all right. Anything to keep him busy. Uh, did baseball for a while, football. Uh, he's kind of just all over the place. Hasn't found his niche yet, but um, I'm glad to help him search. And then my youngest, Sydney, uh, I've been taking her to the driving range lately, and she's loving it, and I'm loving it. She does gymnastics as well, but I'm trying to push the uh, LPGA tour card someday. There you go. Yeah, I follow a, I think it's Michelle Holmes on Twitter, who uh, is is big into um, youth golf, particularly young kids. And she has both, a, I think she has both a girl and a young boy. Mm -hmm. um, they've got marvelous golf swings. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, when you're starting young like that, it's, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's where I'm at now. I've I got into the game late. I was fortunate enough to be, I'm decent at golf, but my grip's all wrong. I'm sure there's flaws all throughout my swing, but it works enough for me to not go out there and be embarrassing. But uh, she's young as, enough as now. As long as you progress the, the ball down the fairway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't go backward too often. Yeah, well, I had a few go backward. I haven't played in 22 years. Oh, I wow. Didn't, I didn't start either. I, I started when I was about 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, attended for 10 years never played i played through work you know uh yeah outings and stuff like that i play six or eight times a year and hit my yeah. 104 shots and that's all right you get those five or six well hit ones that'll yeah. bring you back last time yeah. i played zero <laughs> yeah. it was brutal that's how it goes i'm standing on the 11th or 12th tee opening up my fourth sleeve of balls for the day. And I said, you know what? I'm not having any fun here. Yeah. It, it can be that way. Well, you know, you also with it, with as much stress as there is in life today, I, I didn't see any sense in volunteering. For yeah. Plus with, yeah. with kids and stuff, you really have to love and enjoy it. If you're going to spend time away from your family. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's where I'm at now. You know, I, I got into this industry as funny as it is. Maybe a lot of people are the same, but, like I said, 
Chad gave me the golf bug, fell in love with it quickly. Um, before I started going to school, I was just working whatever jobs, not turf related. And I played tons of golf, got into the industry and now pressed to maybe get six rounds in a year. Um, they're usually maybe a quick nine holes after work, but even then it's, it's rare if it's not with the family, but that's all right. Good deal. Well, you certainly sound like you're on the right path on the upswing, so to speak. And that's what we like to recognize through this program. I will admit that Chad suggested that we perhaps talk to you about this, but uh, yeah. that's cool. there's nothing wrong with that. That's, yep. why, that's why we have eyes and ears all over the country looking for. This. Yeah. So good deal. Uh, thanks for talking with us. Um, continue good, good fortune. Yeah. And uh, enjoy your career. Stay in touch. And with that, let's slam the lid on this session of Rising Stars of Turf presented by Earthworks and Dryject. I appreciate you having me, Peter. It was fun. Thanks, yep, take care. Yes, sir. Same to you.